All right, everyone. Well, welcome to T-Box Chatter. I'm your host, Alexander Todd, otherwise known as AT. And today I have a guest who, well, quite frankly, I've been looking forward to this one since uh, January, I guess it would have been. Uh, I'm joined by the president and CEO of Loudmouth Golf, Andrew Siebert. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today on T-Box Chatter. No, thank you for having me. Like I said, um, I'm super excited and I enjoyed meeting in January at the show, so I'm glad we're able to continue the conversation and, and kind of do it in this forum. And, and you know what? Thank you so much for the, for, I mean, for those kind of words too. So, um, talking about the the PGA show, I guess we'll get right into it. Um, how was the PGA show for you guys? It was great. It it was it was really good. Um, I, I don't know. If, I guess we probably haven't had a chance to review or, or discuss it since then, but the word I've kind of used a lot is relief. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't look, we, we haven't been to the show in a couple of years, obviously, you know, you mentioned I'm the president and CEO. Um, I feel like this is an ad for that old brand back in the day. I'm also the owner, but um, you know, it's, it's obviously the company transitioned a couple of years ago, right? I mean, the company, as we talked about in the show was, was in a really bad place. Um, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm in the business of kind of fixing messed up companies. Um, you know, I have a background in golf, and so Loudmouth has a very like particular. It's a very passionate uh, opportunity for me. Um, but it was it wasn't the company was not in a good place, and so not being at the show for a couple of years, um, and even then knowing that we're transitioning, where the feedback has been both good and bad, um, although overwhelmingly for the most part positive, but. You know, I, just, I didn't know what to expect. And I mean, everybody was just excited to see us there. So many people came by to say hi. So many people just wanted to hear what we were up to. Um, and again, I mean, everybody, I think, after the conversations, were just really excited about the future of Loudmouth, right? And then one guy even said, like, and not to completely pat us on the back, but one guy even said, like, you know, thank you for buying Loudmouth. And you know, it's, it's, I mean, talk about a sweet feeling. And so again, to go in a little blind, to have no agenda, because even then we don't really wholesale anymore and to have just this kind of positive response. Like I said, the word relief is one that I've used internally a lot. And um, even then we've already signed up for next year's show, right? I already signed the deal because we were just so happy. And again, the response was so good that we're already committed to next year. That's amazing. And uh, I mean, you heard it here first, uh, folks, that Lundmouth is back at the, <laughs> well, dare I say, uh, 2024 PGA. So, my God, it's hard to believe that we just left there in 2023, but here we are. <laughs> I mean, though, though it's, uh, I'm not, I am a guy who flies on one way tickets, right? I mean, I believe in maximum flexibility. Um, but, um, no, it's it's to to commit to something so soon is a bit of a even a new thing for me. But again, it was just it was just a great time. And and I don't know, did you go to the fashion show when you were there? No, I I wasn't there actually at the fashion show. So it, it's another one for us. Like I'll be honest, like I was a little nervous, right? And so and I'm gonna kind of if I had a PR agent here, they'd probably kick me with what I'm about to say. But you know this, you've been to the show. Everybody's wearing khakis and like a blue quarter zip, right? I mean, everyone looks the same, and the whole. Yep value proposition of loudmouth is is having a little bit of fun and looking a little bit of different right right so um we um so we go to the fashion show we had marketing dollars that were committed as part of our package that was left over from previous years 
So like, oh, let's do the, the fashion show. And we go up and you've got a pretty decent crowd, right? You've got like Brando Shimley's wife, I believe, is is the commentator. I mean, like, you know, people from the <laughs> yeah. golf channel. And I'm kind of sitting here going, okay, I don't know how where this is going to go. This is going to go in one of two directions. Again, I'm a little like, you know, are people going to kind of look at us and, you know, again, every outfit's coming out. It's khakis and it's a blue top. And then our guys come out in like head to toe mushroom prints, <laughs> and I don't know, like head to toe, like little flowers, with peace signs on them. And the crowd went crazy. Everyone started la- like not laughing. Everyone started like cheering. The two guys started dancing for the first time. And again, like this kind of like sense of relief kind of washed over me because I was like, oh, great. Like they were just excited to see something with a little bit of feeling, with a little bit of passion. And even the two models, all of a sudden, you see them get a little excitement in their step, right? And, and that's what Loud Mouth does for you, right? It gives you this little bit of passion towards life. And so to see that, it was so much fun. It was so much fun to see these guys dancing. And actually, it created this confidence in them, right? Where they were kind of like, hey, you know, I want everyone to look at me because they're not kind of fitting in at that point. The whole idea at that point was, again, to have fun and to stand out. And so, um, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I, I was like, going back to what I said in the first question, relief is a good word, but all of that was just such a great experience for us. I mean, the show was great. Okay, now I have to ask, was uh, John Wayne Freeman one of your models upon the Capitol? Uh, no, but in full transparency, I pushed the PGA to let us use him as an announcer. And they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> I tried because he's, and they don't know who he is. And so I understand it. And I mean, look, he's not obviously a professional in that sense, although he is a pretty, um, he's really good on script. And he's, 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 he's obviously really well known within the surf community, getting there in the golf community. Um, and he's just a lot of fun. I mean, he just exudes loudmouth. I would joke he's not always the best golfer, but I mean, he just, he has that spirit and spades. And so, I did actually kind of behind the scenes push for him to be one of the announcers. And they were like, absolutely not. They did not want anything to do with somebody that they didn't know. Um, and that they just, you know, didn't know what they would say. <laughs> That's a great story. Okay. So going back to um, to the time where you took over or purchased Loudmouth. Yeah. I'll be honest. Up until then, I had no idea what was going with the brand. And I, I didn't say that I didn't know until talking to you in January. I had no idea what was going on with them because their social media had all fallen off. Just everything just sort yeah. of, kind of fell by the wayside. So, you know, it was it was nice to it, it was really nice to see you there. And, and I agree with with those that shared this sentiment. Thank you for jumping in, because you know what? You hit the nail on my head. Golf oatmeal, golf oatmeal is boring, and that's what I call it. With uh, you know, everyone looks the same, dresses the same. That's not the case with you guys. And this everything that you said is how I feel when I wear loudmouth. I feel yeah. confident. I feel myself. No, no, and I love that. And I think that one of the things that I kind of alternate with in my mind is loudmouth, kind of a ticket to confidence, or is it you know? somebody for the confident person to already kind of, you know, share their shine next day. That's a, it's funny because share your shine is a comment. We actually use one of our other brands because a lot of our brands have the same ethos of like color and having fun. Um, look, I mean, with Loudmouth specifically going back to, so I bought the company in, I guess, June or July of 2021. Um, 
And I think one thing we have not done the best job of is probably communicating that with everybody, but there's been a little bit of a reason for that, right? It's, 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 you know, part of it is there's so much work that needed to be done behind the scenes. Um, and, you know, look, Woody specifically created like a great concept of brand and I'm 43, right? So, um, I played the mini tour. So I grew up in Orlando, Florida. Um, I played the mini tours after college, 02 to 06. I played, you know, some nationwide stuff now called Corn Ferry. Um, you know, good golfer, not great, you know, not good enough to compete. But, you know, at that time, um, you had Jay Lindenberg and I was friendly with Charles Howell, for example. You know, I'm again, I'm, a, I'm of that generation. I knew a lot of those guys and, you know, seeing Charles or Camilo Viegas again, like guys who I knew clothing then to me was so cool in golf. Right. And I loved all the colors. And that was also, there's all these interesting things. And remember everybody wore the white Lindenberg belt at that yeah. time. I think it changed a little bit now, where I think at that time, like you didn't have, like most of the sponsorships didn't include belts. Right. So everybody wore the same belt. Um, and Woody around that time, you know, going off of obviously Tiger has made golf amazing, but you know, the, when he first kind of came out, he wore these really baggy kind of black pants or khakis and oversized shirts. And yes, you no, know, Woody, Woody liked the old, you know, Tom Weisskopf, Johnny Miller, all these patterns and that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, launched this kind of super cool brand, but, but the reality was, I think the brand had started to kind of transition into to different areas I don't even think it matched the original ethos of what he wanted it to be. And so again, when we bought it, it just, it had a lot of cleanup and, you know, my passion for, for again, golf and golf fashion led us to kind of coming together. And like I said, we never really communicated what we were doing, but again, we just couldn't, I mean, the website didn't work. Right. And I, again, I, I, right. I made the Woody comment because I want to be respectful to what he built, but a lot of the operational stuff was just, was, was just broken. And even now we haven't introduced a ton of new product yet because it took me probably, you know, six months to get the website working because what's the point of introducing product if there's nowhere to sell it. Right. So it's, it's, again, we were slow to do a lot of that obviously kind of pulled off social because the idea was get the back end in a good place and then start to rebuild from there. Right. And I think one of the things that really, you know, funny enough with COVID so many golf brands grew during COVID loudmouth dropped like 60%. And wow. they were so reliant on member guests and so reliant on um, basically like say like you and three of your buddies getting matching outfits and going to Vegas, for example, that with all of that not happening during COVID, they leaned into almost this gimmicky part, this costumey part that oh. once you removed events from golf and people weren't wearing it just to play or just to highlight, Hey, this is how I want to approach life. The business fell off a cliff. Right. And so one of the things I talked about at the show, if I hadn't come in, I mean, the company would be gone. Right. I mean, that's yeah. just, so, you know, for us, we had to kind of rebuild the back end. but one of the big things we're trying to do is highlight the personality of a loudmouth. Right. So for us, a loudmouth is someone you want to be, right? Think of Bill, uh, you know, Bill Murray and Caddyshack. Now, the funny thing is, you know, Bill Murray actually wears <laughs> loudmouth. I mean, I and I know he obviously there's the William Murray brand, but that's kind of separate from him as a human being. 
but you know, he wears loudmouth. Think of, you know, old Chevy Chase and Fletch and this kind of, you know, that, that, <laughs> that smart ass, right? I mean, think of Hunter S. Thompson, right? <laughs> yes. Mean, and even think of John Daly, right? John is John on or off the golf course, right? So being a loudmouth is how you approach life, right? Being a loudmouth is like a fun way to approach life. And again, I think what loudmouth had loudmouth had done, and it's funny because you actually even called it loudmouth golf. And I'm really quick to just call it loudmouth. And I'll explain to you why. Because again, like if you're wearing these pants on the golf course and that's how you approach life, you're not going to go home and then put on, you know, all black and then shut down, right? You're still that personality. Right. Yeah. And so for us, you know, we want to really highlight that because those are special people, right? Those are the people that make life fun. Those are the people when you go to a bar and you see that person, that guy or girl, you want to talk to that person. And so for us, again, it was a lot of kind of scrubbing, a little bit of a reset, fixing the back end and going back to the show, you know, now's the time for us to really kind of start to put it all back together and, you know, really start to kind of grow it again and have a lot of fun and flag, hey, you're a loud mouth, be proud, let's go have some fun together, you know? I, I, I love it. And you know what? I got to now, uh, what shall we say uh, uh, to myself to be just loud mouth and say loud mouth instead of the other part of it. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> it's not, it's again, it's, it's a little bit of, you don't know what you don't know. And the company used to own, they owned loudmouthgolf.com and they own loudmouth.com. And loudmouth, if you went to loudmouth.com, it would go to loudmouth golf, which I guess, I guess I kind of understand, but I remember I was sitting there with a group of people from loudmouth and we'd got done playing golf and this was during the kind of diligence phase, right? So negotiations, whatever you want to say, I mean, I guess diligence, but anyway, we're sitting outside, um, like a restaurant and this guy walks by and he's like, Oh, look at the crazy pants, the crazy pants crew. And somebody from loudmouth goes loudmouthgolf.com. And I watched this guy, this guy, all of a sudden his mind turned off because in his mind, I don't know if he played golf or not, but what he all of a sudden heard was, Oh, it's a golf company. Not that it's not for him, but, oh, you know, he he just saw these cool pants that he wanted to wear. Right. And he just heard, hey, this is a golf pant company. And all of a sudden, this disconnect was made in his mind. So all of a sudden, that guy, and you could see it. You could see his face change. When he heard that, you could see him go, oh, oh, never mind. It's not for me. Son of a gun. Again, the funny thing is now, look, I understand if you actually want to get technically about the product wearing, you know, hundred percent stretch tech poly pants all day, isn't, you know, it's, it's not the most comfortable thing, but again, it exudes this guy's personality. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh, you know, I, I don't know. You just, you saw, maybe he's going to go look for a different way to do it. It just, all of a sudden, like, I guarantee you, he did not go to loudmouth.com after that conversation because of the way it was presented to him. Right. And that to me was, again, a big shame, because if you look at Woody or or guys like LJ who were who were associated with the brand, again, they were loudmouth A to Z. Right. They were loudmouth the minute they woke up until the minute they went to bed. But the business wasn't the business didn't match that. And that was the disconnect that create they created. And unfortunately, like I said, it, it really kind of harmed the business. Um, I mean, look, for, for me, it created the opportunity but it, it, it just, it, it adversely affected them to where it wasn't, again, it just kind of hit a wall. Now, now for those that uh, aren't familiar with the new logo or the, uh, cause there's, there's the, uh, what the, 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 
the legendary or traditional line, and then there's yeah the the, the um I guess updated updated modernized. Uh, I don't know what yeah, the right I mean, word it is to use here. I I kind of look at it as on course and off course. My team doesn't love that because that kind of silos the product. And they, my team is, my team's amazing, right? I mean, the people that have come in now were like at Lululemon, were at Rowan Blazers. I brought in actually some ex-professionals to manage the golf component and make sure the product works. I mean, the team's phenomenal. And so they're also smart enough to say, hey, how do we tie in what we call, so we call the kind of classic brand that everyone thinks of as loudmouth, we call it legacy. I guess. Right. And that is, you know, the classic LM logo. It's an updated word mark because the, the word mark felt a little dated and it, it's probably a little more of like a hippie look in terms of the font. But that also goes back to Woody. Right. The funny thing is, I mean, for us, the brand in terms of legacy is probably closest to what Woody really wanted the brand to be 20 years ago, not what it was a couple years ago. Right. So gotcha. that's giving him a lot of respect. Um, and then the new brand we call legend has it. And part of that is because again, going back to the idea of a loud mouth, there's always a fun story, right? What's fun with John Daly is the storytelling. What's fun with a Burt Kreischer, who's a friend of the brand or a Hunter Thompson is the folklore, the stories, like the legends. And so we kind of refer to it as legend or, you know, legacy and either legend or legacy and legend has it. Now the logo, we kind of play with a couple of things. And I, I think you're kind of referencing the, the use of a giraffe. <laughs> I love it, by the way. Like I, I can't stop laughing about it. Well, and that's kind of part of it. I want to create a response. So the giraffe component was was a couple of things. So, you know, again, we have multi I own multiple brands or, or you know, the kind of the, the company I run, we own a bunch of brands. And so I think of an icon. And next, say a logo. So if you think of Nike, I think of the swoosh as the icon and the word Nike as the logo or the word mark, right? And so right. Loudmouth didn't really have an icon. And I wanted something that, you know, you could put on a polo shirt, for example, and maybe had a bit more personality or I don't know, we could use it on the website. I mean, just something that would be a little bit more fun. Um, And so... I started thinking about different animals and we discussed this internally and people were like, what about a hyena or a parrot? But that was almost like too obvious. Right. And then at some point somewhere, the idea of a giraffe was brought up simultaneously. Woody kind of says, that's my favorite animal. And I think it was like, this just makes perfect sense because a giraffe doesn't have to tell you that it's, badass right a giraffe doesn't have to tell you it's amazing an amazing animal you look at it and you're like whoa look at this like 40 foot tall horse donkey and <laughs> thing with a neck and then it's like then you start to look at these details they don't sleep right they don't actually make any noise they like hum to one another every uh print on a giraffe is unique like a human being's fingerprint Right. So like, Whoa, like what a cool animal. And so the idea to me was like, man, like again, taking the idea that this was Woody's favorite animal, but also the idea of this is the animal kingdom's loudmouth, right? Because a loudmouth doesn't have to tell you it's cool, right? You look at that person, you look at again, you looked at Hunter Thompson or you looked at Bill Murray, and you don't need that guy to tell you he's special. You don't need to look at Dangerfield and, and Caddyshack and go, man, that guy's cool, <laughs> right? And so to me, a giraffe was kind of the epitome of it. The legend has a part too, like the, then like the you know, continuation is what we call the polo giraffe. And part of it is it's, I would kind of, I probably shouldn't say this. It's it's kind of like making fun of like the Ralph Lauren logo, but again, it's like, 
going back to like having fun, right? Like why ride a horse when you can ride a giraffe, right? Loud mouths have more fun. And so exactly. it's, it's the idea is it's a little bit of, it's, it's funny. It's a little provocative. The whole idea is to just, you know, I want to provoke you a little bit. I want you to think a little bit. It's, it's again, I don't want this like crass tacky humor because a loud mouth a little smarter. It's a little more highbrow. Maybe it's a little biting at times, but it's a little more sarcastic. Again, you know, I love the movie Fletch and his humor. Again, it's, it's, <laughs> That sarcasm, I like it. It's a little more highbrow. So that's, again, the logo is that. The giraffe comes from that. And um, again, to me, a giraffe is just the epitome of a loud mouth. And again, it, it, we haven't done it yet. It's funny enough. Well, I take it back. We did the blue giraffe. But the idea of a giraffe pattern, too, gives us so many opportunities um, from a print standpoint that, that, again, it just, it pardon the golf pun, but it tees up well, you know? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> No, and that's and you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, we could all go ride a horse, but riding a giraffe is way cool. And that's one of those animals that you look at it and you're like, you know what, that is majestic. Well, I think you actually can't ride a giraffe, which kind of makes it even funnier, right? Again, it's it's this I think juxtapositions are kind of funny or kind of cool. Um, and I like that. It's like here's this picture of this guy riding one which you actually can't do and and so again it's it's just all this kind of you know fun little details for us that that again what i think when you find a brand that has these little details and you know you keep wanting to pull back another layer and read more and see more you're like oh i like this company i like what they're doing i want to learn more and that's what i want loudmouth to be because again it's 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 a really special um brand but in the concept of wanting to be a loudmouth and so again it's it's um yeah i mean look we're having fun and that's why we've kind of you know again got to where we are like saying now uh going back to your team uh, i had the pleasure of talking to uh brit down yep. at the uh down at the show as well um and she came over from from burton's belief so um, she 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 didn't come over from burton um, she had spent a lot of time at Burton. She came over from Lululemon. Mm. Um, but yeah, so she, she grew up, or I mean, grew up, I mean, she grew up in Burton, right? I mean, I think she joined there. She was a professional wakeboarder slash wake skater yep. and then went to work for Burton as a teenager. Um, or, you know, and I think she had kind of been like a, like a flow athlete and then went to work there and, worked directly with Jake Burton, worked directly with the creative team and has been an amazing kind of teacher to me in the sense of how a brand like that, I mean, let's get real, Burton created snowboarding, right? I mean, Jake Burton <laughs> Absolutely. created and then defined what was cool in that sport. And even no matter how big they got or quote unquote corporate or whatever, they were the, they were the leaders. And she brings a lot of that, um, sensibility to loudmouth, And I think at times kind of gut checks me as well. Like, Hey, you know, this is how we should approach it. And this is why, or this is how a core athlete will look at it. Um, but I think also understands that as golf is not golf is changing, but the people playing golf are changing, right? Because one of the things I hadn't thought about that she brought up and not to take us on some random tangent and you can stop me if you want to, but she made a comment that like, you know, the people that started snowboarding, you know, 30, 40 years ago, whatever, that generation are now becoming golfers because they maybe can't snowboard at that level anymore. 
right? So now those guys are 40 and 50 and they're picking up golf and you see it in skateboarding as well, right? You see guys like, I mean, I'll reference him. I think he's super cool. Like Eric Costin, you know, these guys who are getting into golf because skateboarding and snowboarding are still, you know, these are only kind of first generation sports. I mean, you know, they're not that old. And so as that group is now getting into golf, I think there's an understanding of what, you know, how these guys view the sport. And again, I think as someone like a Brit really understands that, but she also had understood the technical stuff. And so one of the things I've learned um, from her, or actually she's uh, helped me go to Burton and actually kind of get tours of how they run things and create kind of this whole uh, culture. But like, you know, they do um, their bindings are like, they're working on stuff five years from now. Uh-huh. Right. And so one of the things we're trying to do at Loudmouth is take this ethos of like, hey, the product actually has to be a lot better. And I think that's the reality too that Loudmouth didn't have. You know, Woody created a nice product, but like, hey, how do we get more technical fabrics, more, you know, stretchier fabrics, you know, and then have that filter down year after year so the product gets better and better and better. And that's something that she's really pushed because when she left Burton, she went to work for a couple of companies and then was at Lululemon. And so, you know, those guys not only thought about the functionality, but actually every individual fiber. And so all of a sudden, you know, at Loudmouth, as opposed to, hey, here's just a plastic button, which is an afterthought, every trim is thought about. Every button is thought about. Hey, is this going to be more comfortable? Is this going to have more stretch in the seat so you can bend down to look at your putt? Hey, is this com- is this fabric a little more comfortable? So if you want to wear it to the bar afterwards, you can. That has all been layered in because of the team, and that just wasn't there before. And and that's the one thing that I did notice down there. Just thought uh, you know, just feeling some of the uh, uh, some of the fabrics that yeah definitely were not part of the loudmouth design. You know, back say three years ago or, or ever. It's it's the it's the hand it's the it's the hand of the fabric that I find really impressive moving forward. That that you know that you guys are are using for the designs and that like it, it's like I find this very very interesting how every little detail like you just said is is being thought of with the moving forward. You know, yeah. it's it's not a matter of looking looking in the rearview mirror, but looking forward. I mean, it, I, I know this is the difference right away. No, 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 and I love to hear that. But I, because again, for us, I don't want any detail to not be thought about, right? Because look, it's not inexpensive, right? I mean, it's, it's, but the value is, is there, right? And so again, you know, again, it's, it's not cheap. It's not a $40 pair of shorts, but we want to create like an insane value proposition, but also something you're really going to love and it's going to last. And, Again, to be able to create something that's unique to us, where it's not just, oh, a pattern, but actually, again, something that you want to wear over and over and over again is is how we really start to make loudmouth the loudmouth that we want it to be. Um, so I guess the next question would be, uh, you know, you mentioned the other businesses that 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 you have in your portfolio. What? Uh, um, the, the, um, the, the other, the brands, yeah. um, what are some of these other brands that, that you have? Um, so the biggest one from like a day-to-day standpoint is a company called Roller Rabbit. Um, so Roller Rabbit is a women's and kids, um, I mean, women's, but it's, it's, uh, ready to wear and loungewear and bedding. Um, 
the brand it's it's a it's funny it's a similar story to loudmouth you know kind of a 20 21 year old company um great colors great patterns had just kind of lost its way um so we took over in 2017 and have really kind of you know cleaned it up but i mean again it's a similar blueprint like i said to you before where the idea is um i want to embrace this this kind of happy spirit Right. right. I think that a lot of times in fashion, you know, in terms of our who we view as our competitors with that company, you know, some of these brands get a little more um they're very cool. But I wanted a woman who was like willing to make mistakes and really wanted color. We we did this photo shoot we talk about. And um I mean, I I use the example, I'll probably get myself a little bit of trouble, but you know, I remember when my kids were younger, I'd be at the playground and I don't know, you'd see these parents uh like an all black lululemon or whatever with like their heads in their phones and i wanted the idea of like the roller rabbit mom was like on the slide with her kids right so right we, did on. Shoot. we did a photo shoot like that where it was like you know this woman in this crazy dress on the slide with her kids and the kids were like still in pjs you know and and again it was just this kind of approach to life and i think that when you have um again you know a brand that represents kind of how you want to approach life and then you can kind of recognize it it's a real recipe for success you know especially on social media yeah um, but that's kind of our big one we have a couple of menswear brands i mean one called 18 east um which is much you know like say prevalent in the skateboard community um a new york brand um but uh, I, I mean going back to what i was saying earlier loud mouth for me is my favorite you know i kind of shouldn't say that too loud um, but given my background in golf, um, and again, I think what we can do with it, I mean, it's the one that definitely occupies like the bulk of my mind space for sure. And, and I mean, it's hard not to uh, look at loudmouth and, and feel that way, uh, even even as a media type or just a, a casual fan of, of loudmouth. I mean, it's it's just one of those brands that that just, it makes you feel good, and it, you know. I can I can see how excited you are and how passionate you are whenever you talk about or mention the word loudmouth. Like it, it, it's great to see. It's, it's refreshing to, to be totally honest with you. But again, for me, like I'd rather I want to make mistakes. I want to have fun. I want to approach life in a bit more of like a colorful manner i mean there's there's i'm i'm the quote i'm not gonna if the quote isn't correct right i mean in the sense of what i'm gonna say i'm not gonna like i, I don't know it word for word and i know i've referenced him a couple of times but obviously he's an influence um in, in some ways not always not all of them but like hunter thompson has a quote about like you know life's not about getting you know uh to the finish line and like this pristine body but like getting there what does he say it's like you know swerving sideways uh, you know, like almost like this chaotic accident saying like, damn, that was fun. And like, to me, again, it's, it's, let's have a little bit of fun. Right. And, and, and it's funny too, because when you put on loud mouth and again, you know, I don't know, just even a golf course, but wherever people smile when they see it. Right. And, and it's funny because I think it takes them a second Cause they're like, Oh, I don't have, I couldn't wear it or whatever. And then all of a sudden they, they'll, they'll buy, they, they get over that line and then they get this positive <laughs> feedback loop of like people wanting to see it or what's next. And then they love it. And it's funny cause we have all these customers that are like that, right? They, they, they got a pair as a gift or whatever. And it's like, Oh, I love your pants. 
or all of a sudden, like, you know, they wore, I don't know, they had a couple pairs or 10 pairs or 20 pairs. And then it was, what's he going to wear the next day? What's he going to wear the next day? There's a teacher, <laughs> there's a teacher, I, I, I can't remember his name right now, who wears loudmouth pants every day. And his students created an Instagram page and they take pictures of him and then they post it. And I, and I mean, awesome. he must obviously know at this point, but they reached out. And so we sent him actually like some free pants because we just thought it was funny to like support this. But That's like awesome. so we some pants and, and it's just like amazing because it's like, what's he going to wear tomorrow? What's he going to wear tomorrow? And again, I think once you you put this on and you see that and you see how excited people get, even going back to the fashion show, it puts a little pep in your step. And, and, and to me, what a, what a more fun way to approach everything with that kind of that attitude. And so, um, yeah, I mean, look, when I say loud mouth and when I'm there and when I'm wearing it and I'm around it and, and we're working on it, I mean, it is, it, it makes you happy. I mean, it, it has to. Well, I mean, and, and let's face it, in a bowl full of Cheerios, why not be a Fruit Loop? <laughs> you, you, you know, like, like, like stand out, stand out from the crowd. I mean, why not? You know, have fun with it. It's it's funny. There's there's so many jokes you could run with there. It's like uh, what's the one Lucky Charms? It's like everybody wants to just eat the marshmallows, right? Like they don't want the plain things. They just want the the marshmallow. You know, so I mean, like there's so many ways it's to kind so of true. use an analogy there of like, hey, nobody wants. You know, they they all want that that special piece, and that's what a loudmouth is. They are they're special, right? I mean, a loudmouth is special, and the customers that came up and the people that truly got that. And actually, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll tell you a quick not story, but a quick background. When Loudmouth was first brought to me, I said, no, it, you know, like I was like, I don't really have any interest in this. You know, I, I just didn't see it. But what happened was um, I started to talk to some of the customers, right? And I'm not saying that all the customers are going to last with us as we transition and evolve, right? Because a lot of them liked the way things were, but the reality was the brand wasn't working. So I can, I can get it. But as many people who sometimes say I like the way it was, you know, more and more of them are kind of like, you know what, things had gotten repetitive, things had gotten stale. No, I get it, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But it was the customers that I started to talk to who you realize they understood the personality component and they understood how it made them feel and how it made others feel. And when I started to, again, think of it as, it, this is a cliche comment or a cliche de description in my world now, but when I started to think about it from a lifestyle component versus a product, that's when I'm like, this makes sense. And I'll be honest, the way the brand was run before it was, it was a product company. Even like the expression was, you know, we make outstanding golf pants or whatever it was or loudmouthgolf.com when, when I was saying that we were outside that, that restaurant, it was a commodity. Commodities are there to be disrupted, right? A commodity, right. you're going to get beat on Amazon. A lifestyle is something different. And that's what Loudmouth is. That's what some of the customers got. The company didn't get it, but the customers did. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're you know, fine-tuning that and executing on that. And that's how we take it forward. Awesome. Andrew, we only got about uh, a couple minutes left here yeah. in the uh, in I space here. I feel like the whole time. I don't know if you No, no, no. But... Hey, people are like, here to listen to you. They're not here to listen to me. You know, like, they don't want to do that. But uh, no, I just want to thank you uh, for, for taking the time to do this today. Uh, but I think we'd be a little remiss if we didn't talk or just touch quickly about the made-to-order stuff. Bait and tackle? Is that... Uh... Yeah, I mean, the joke was kind of this, you know, shop where you kind of go and you're one-stop shop for everything. And again, I think that 
given that we're loudmouth, we're allowed to be a little nonsensical. Um, <laughs> but so one of the most amazing things about loudmouth that I've never seen in another brand is our ability to kind of create a one-off product in like a matter of weeks. Right. And so we have the classic MTO because we obviously have a, a diverse group of customer sizes and we're just not able to stock every size. Right. So we have that as an option. But the bait and tackle is really this custom program where if you have a business and you want to make, you know, 100 pairs of pants for an event, we can do it. We can do your own special design. We can make something special for you. We can use your colors and our patterns. You know, and you want to make 100 pairs of pants, 50 pairs of shorts a thousand pairs of shorts, which would be even awesome. I'd love that business. Um, we can do it. And that's something that was unique to Loudmouth. And again, it's a, it's an opportunity for us to give us this really special thing to our customers um, and, and allow these people to make something really special for their clients, their, you know, people at events, you know, we can do tote bags, towels, clothing. And I mean, yeah, come on to the bait and tackle shop and we can do whatever you want. And uh, it's a fun part of the business for sure. That's awesome. Well, before we get cut off, Andrew, I just want to say thank you so much for, for joining me on T-Box Shatter today. And 